sisters, listen closely. Finding out he's the one can sometimes feel like traveling through a desert of uncertainty. I mean, every time you feel like you've reached an oasis, it ends up being a mirage. As your resident sister and friend, here are five common red flags that you need to steer clear away from. First up, if he's asking for your phone number straight off the bat, but not your dad's, well, that's a major red flag waving in your face. Next, if he's hitting you up with texts and calls late at night, you better believe he's not serious and chances are he won't respect your boundaries. Watch out for those put down disguised as sarcastic banters. You know, the ones that make you the butt of the joke. It's time to show him the door. And oh, if he's more interested in hearing himself talk than listening to what you have to say, girl, that's a sign you need to run in the opposite direction. And let's not forget the classic line, my ex was crazy. Yeah, right. If he's mouth-mouthing his ex left and right, chances are he's the one with the issues. And those are just the obvious red flags. Let's help you uncover what's really hiding underneath the surface with Vibe Check, the ultimate prompt card game for meaningful connections. Crafted with deep respect for Islamic traditions, Vitech goes beyond the surface, allowing you to discover the essence of your potential life partner's faith, character, and aspirations. With eight thoughtfully crafted categories and 135 thought-provoking questions, Vitech ensures a comprehensive understanding of your potential spouse, from values and ambitions to personal quirks and preferences. I mean, skip the surface-level discussions and dive straight into what truly matters. Visit our website, www.thedigitalstory.com now and take the first step towards finding your righteous partner. Your journey to marital bliss begins here. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It is your girl, Adar, and I'm back again with a new episode. And you're listening to the Digital Sisterhood Podcast. All right, you guys. Now, we've already had probably a part one, two, three, maybe even a four. But the story has not ended yet. Actually, this episode is a very special episode because we actually have Hanan and Lena Ahmed in the building. Can we hear a little noise for you guys so they know that you're here? <laughs> you know, I, I briefly talked about Hanan and Lena um, in the part one, but I'm so glad that you guys are here to kind of tell your side of the story. Um, so, Hanan, you want to tell, okay, first of all, Hanan, you want to give us an introduction and then tell me how you joined the Digital Sisterhood. So, Assalamu alaikum, everyone. My name is Hanan. I am originally from Toronto, but I'm currently living in Saudi Arabia. Um, so the story of how I joined TDS is an interesting story. Um, I would say I've been there from the start. So it's funny because I, I mentioned in part one how I had started TDS as a platform in the summer of 2020, launching actually on August 11, which Sophia mentioned was actually my birthday. Um, and then I kind of stopped working on it. And I think part of the reason was I didn't know how what direction I was going to take it. So from August of the launch up until 
this about I guess end of November I wasn't doing anything on it I wasn't adding it which is kind of a platform that had a small amount of following and I was going through a really dark difficult time at the time I mean I feel like the pandemic had been almost a year at that point and I mean I was kind of doing what everybody was doing at the time which is reflecting about my life and you already know like when you reflect too much about you and your life you be shaking it. <laughs> you be just questioning a little bit too much. Girl. And yeah, see, it was a difficult time. And so I was just in my feelings, I think the entire month of November and I think October. And I had stopped posting on social media. I just went ghost. Like I was just really, really in a tough pace mentally. Um, not many people knew, but I kind of just went into my little hole. And one day randomly, I get a call from Hanan from all the way to Saudi Arabia and it was really random because at that point Hanan correct me if I'm wrong we hadn't spoken in, in more than a year yeah that's true it was a long time you know what I'm saying how did before we even get into how you can how do we how does Hanan and other know each other how do we know each other Hanan I would <laughs> say that we met at the masjid about 14 to 15 years ago so you knew me oh. before I got married you knew me before I became a mother I was actually a bridesmaid. Yep. Aww. Do you remember? Yeah. Athar was my bridesmaid. That's that was story. the first first time I've ever been a Whoa. bridesmaid in my life. Yes. Okay. The first one? No Yeah, way. and I had a really long high top when my hair sinked back. I don't know what I was thinking. When I see the pictures, I get scared. Yeah, what? You, you were even the host at my bridal shower. Oh, my God. I was. Yeah. I was. Hanan. Oh, my God. It was a long time ago. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, it's oh. funny because um, I remember the day I met Hanan. It was through another friend. Um, this is when I started practicing. And um, my friend, who was my neighbor at the time, was like, hey, come out with us. We're going to hang out. Like, you know, you could use, you could meet other sisters and stuff like that. And the, one of the first people I ever met was, I remember Hannah sliding into the car while I was in there. And she was like, hey, guys. And she had this upbeaty personality. And she's like, hey, what's your name? And she just asked me what my name was. And I remember that day, Hannah, you were wearing a burgundy hijab in a triangle <laughs> form. I don't know why I remember that. Because I remember thinking, oh, wow, she's so nice. And, like, she was very... Um, uppity but she was always very driven too like she was always a person like she already done school at that at, boy, at that point she already knew what she wanted out of life and mashallah your dream to move to Saudi was very prevalent then I remember you were like I'm gonna move I don't want to live here I'm gonna go out and I, at the time I never heard somebody Aww. doing that I've never heard somebody saying I don't want to live here I want to live in <laughs> Saudi Arabia like you know I'm gonna live there I'm gonna have this life but that was your goal and yeah. then you did it and then, then you moved after you got married yeah alhamdulillah alhamdulillah and yeah, and I remember I asked you too, like, uh, how did you, how did you get there? I, remember I was like, how did this happen? And you simply said to me, do you remember what you said to me? Dua, and, uh, dua, dua, my mother. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to tell us about that, like how you got there and like what dua you made? Wait, can I ask before we go there? Mm. Could I ask Hannah why did you become friends with Adar? <laughs> <laughs> why did I become friends with Adar? I think. Um, so others right, we had a mutual friend and we met in a car one day. And ever since then we just hit it off. You know, we used to go to the masjid together. We used to be there every Thursday for Thursday cleaning. Um, we shared a common group of friends. And something about Adar always stood out to me. Like I've always told everyone that I've met that Adar's intentions have always been pure from the moment that I met her. So with like Heading back to how TDS started, I always look forward to Adar's cinematic um, Instagram videos. So usually when I came back from work, I'd always go onto Instagram and I would see like Adar would have like a compilation of 
KBW um, message videos with some nature videos. So I noticed for like a month, Adad wasn't posting anything. So I was like, hold on, wait a minute. You know, even though me and Adar kind of lost touch, I said, something must be going on with her. Let me message her and see if she's okay. So I messaged her and she wasn't okay. So Adar, you want to tell your side of the story? I, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to tell it for you. <laughs> no, it's just, it was simply that I wasn't in yeah. the right headspace. And it's interesting because like, I feel like people, for, you know, people can forget you know, you and stuff like that. And I and I wasn't doing it to so people could know that I just, I wasn't inspired to do anything. I wasn't inspired to post nothing. And I really, it really touched me that you called me because it was the first time I would explain, I don't know, it was a, it was a deep sadness I had never felt before. And I'll tell you why. Part of the, I've been, everybody's been sad before. I've been sad before. But this kind of sadness was kind of like, I couldn't tell what it was bothering me and I couldn't tell what was hurting me at the time. And all I remember, I'd be at work and I would, I would have, I'd be doing something and I would just start crying and I didn't know why I was crying, but I always felt like, oh, there was something that was, was hurt, was hurting me and I couldn't tell what it was. So I really just took time. I stepped back to figure out what it was. And I just, I just got a call from Hannah just asking me. And that's what I really needed at the time. I just needed somebody to call me and tell me what's wrong. You know, what's, what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it was kind of interesting that it came from a friend i hadn't heard from in a long time and even then she noticed there was something different and she's not even living in my city you know what i'm saying she's living somewhere far away in saudi Arabia, in this beautiful palm street <laughs> city you know living her best life around the cab but you know she's living this extraordinary life and yet she could tell something was wrong with me and she felt like she needed to check on me and i i've I would always admired that. And I always tell Hanan, like, that one small act of kindness that you did was the reason why TDS sparked again. Because I kind of was like, and, and Hanan, you, could, you can jump in whenever. I, I, I was, I felt like, I felt really low. And you telling me, and I remember your whole thing was, Adar, this is, this is normal. Like, you're going to get past this. You're going to get through this. Just keep making dua and hold steadfast. Matter of fact, here's a solution. If you're feeling like, uninspired and you're feeling really alone maybe focus on something and then i'm like what should i focus on why don't you focus on tds you were starting something incredible you know and and i saw and i appreciated it and i think you should get back to it and i was like i don't even know what i'm gonna do with it and she just said to me simply i'll help you i'll help you whatever you want to do i support you i'll help you and then i remember and i don't remember you remember hanan you said to me that was very thoughtful and until today I still remember it. She was like, out of every, out of everyone in the city of Toronto, I really believe that you can do something special with your life, you know. And uh, she's like, just just do it. I I I don't I don't see you doing just regular stuff. I really I I really imagine something extraordinary for you. So, you know, like just focus on it and whatever you need help with, I will help you. That's the whole thing. I was like, I will help you. Whatever you need, I got you. Don't worry. And I, I just appreciate it. And then after that, you just kept checking on me every week like a parole yeah. officer. <laughs> I remember, Adad, remember when we had that session one night yeah. where I said, okay, Adad, what are you worried about? Um, let's sit down mm-hmm. and write write everything down. Mm-hmm. So we sat down. And I said, okay, what are your long-term goals for TDS? What are your short-term uh, goals? What are you scared of? What? And I remember something that stood out to me is you said you were afraid of failure. Mm-hmm. And do you remember what I said mm-hmm. to you? No, I don't. So I said to you, I said, Adan, try, do your best. And at the end of the day, if your intentions are pure, and if you can change at least one person's life, like someone here is 
one of these stories. And if you can impact someone so much so that they turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then your effort is worth it. So I said, mm-hmm. just keep going. And inshallah, you'll see how TDS will grow from something so small to something huge. Mm-hmm. You did say that. I remember that. Everything like at the time I was thinking something huge. I I just at the time I was thinking I just need something to preoccupy my mind. Yeah. But um, I remember you reminding it just just do something for Allah's sake and it and it, it'll flourish the way it needs to flourish. And so after that I went on and and I remember you were taking this to be highlight. You're like whoa you just I went from like I took a huge three sixty. Like I became a person that just couldn't get out of bed to like I was taking meetings with people. <laughs> I, was, I, was I was setting small oh goals for you remember it's like okay today yeah. you need to contact five people yeah. by the end of the week you need to contact two people on LinkedIn Yeah, you need to have this up on Instagram by mm-hmm. this date and alhamdulillah like I think after we had that conversation you were so driven and your whole yeah. idea and perception of what TDS can be like just changed automatically yeah. Yeah. and alhamdulillah be- like I think that de- that that place that you were in, you within a week you were out of it. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, I was, and I feel like, and I and I just want to say I feel like um, I feel like it's because I was focused on Allah. I was like, yeah. okay, let me let me do something that feels bigger than myself. Because at the time, I was just thinking nothing bigger than myself. I was just thinking of myself. You know, I was like, oh my god, my life. Where am I going? Where am I headed? Why do I feel this way? I just, I was so hyper focused on myself that it put me in such a deep sadness. It was, it was crippling. So to focus on something that that was bigger than myself, and I saw myself as a contributor, I found so much peace. Because then I realized, yo, <laughs> in, to say in simple terms, life is not that serious. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and when I say life is not that serious, I mean like we're just literally here to eat, pray, worship a lot of like the way that he wants to be worshipped and just live in that fulfilling way. You know what I mean? I was focused on something completely else. I was thinking about family. How am I going to support my family? How am I going to support myself? What are, what do I want to do in life? How do I want to excel? I was just, I was, it was driving me insane. It was just giving me so much anxiety and I just didn't have the answers to the questions I was thinking about. And then I realized, okay, that's that's not what's important. <laughs> like, bottom line, that's not what's important. And so I just, after that, I just started, just, I, I could not stop, you know, every day I was in my room like I was in an office, you know, just like literally dreaming, thinking, writing down goals, talking to Hanada, Hanada, telling me, do this, do that. And I, and I just, I, I needed that more than ever. And it's interesting because we went to the new year and like, I, that's when I created the ebook, right? That was the first thing that came out of TDS that it kind of exploded was this ebook I made for women to kind of use as a blueprint when yeah. getting to know a brother for marriage. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, mm. TDS was kind of known as like, oh, this, this ebook that was created out of this platform. Obviously, I, I, I wanted more for the platform than just an ebook, but it was a start. It was a start, and it was already mm. being known for something productive and helpful to people. True. Right. Wow. Yeah. This is so cute. I just gotta say that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hana, can you be my friend too? <laughs> yo, shout out to yo, Hana. Yo. I always tell her she's like an advisor. Like, you know, somebody she's you like go, a coach yeah, out here. She's like a, she's like a guide. Like, you go to her. She is. She'll just. 
I don't know. I, it's something about Hanan and may Allah reward her, may Allah protect her always. Is that she I reminds mean. you the central reason, like what what is like she simplifies things so simple. When you feel like you're in a chaotic world, she just simplifies simpl- simplifies it very simply. And I needed that simplification <laughs> so like <laughs> yeah. so badly. I just needed somebody to give me context and say, "Yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. you don't need all that. Like just simple it down." And she was already Hannah was already very inspiring because I, I already knew so much. She was always, mashallah, a very accomplished person. So for her to tell me, like, just start with small goals was very humbling to hear, you know? To yeah. me, at least. It was very, very humbling. Wait, how did, how, how did you learn how to do all that? A lot of people, you know, they have visions and dreams as entrepreneurs or people who have projects, like, you know. But a lot of times you get stuck in, like, the, the dreaming section, you know? Um, so, like, hearing you, hearing what you did for, like, others to be, like, yo, uh, like, break down the goals and have these things. These are, like, skills that are to some, I don't know if it comes innate to you or if someone taught you or if someone, like, you know, was in your life. But a lot of times, like, for me, from the moment I met you, you feel like a, like an older sister, you know what I mean? Like, someone who's, who's been through the path and knows and, like, can give you that kind of guidance, which is so essential and, like, like there is the beautiful thing about the TDS team was like everybody brought their own um, expertise or their own like there was there was something that everybody was good at that was different, you know, and like others is really good at seeing the vision and like, you know, you were one of the people who like is more of like the yeah. structure. So, yeah, she's very, very, very struck. She's very about game plans, game plans, structure. I would say it's probably my background in education. Um being an educator for so long. I've been an educator for 10 years now. I've just learned to mentor my students. So with that role of being somebody working in education in the field of higher education, especially, you have to take that mentor coaching role. Um, And in my last role, I was an advisor in a sense. So with that, you have to essentially like always circle back in and know what your purpose is. So if you have a goal, you always have to like look at the end goal and be like, okay, where am I trying to get to? And take baby steps from there. And I would say in a way it is innate, but at the same time, it's something that is learned. And I also, can I also say, add something too? Um, Hannah taught me one important lesson, which was that the importance of a mentor, especially a female mentor, you know, I, I didn't I didn't think too much of mentors. I think the last understanding of a mentor I really had was um, high school. But I didn't know how important mentors were in the beginning of a of a project or an idea um, because they really either motivate you, add to you. You know what I'm saying? They do so much um, and, and helping you get from point A to point B. So like like I, I, I'm so grateful for so many people, but I'm so grateful for Hanan. Because if it wasn't for her mentorship, her advice, her push, you know what I'm saying? I don't think, I genuinely don't think I would have done it. And I really believe that Allah sent her. Because how else do you explain somebody that I haven't heard from in a year, you know, but I, I, I know and love, Wallahi. I know and love. To notice that I wasn't doing well, only to motivate me to start back a project I had done four months ago. You know what I'm saying? You know, Allah sends different yeah. people to you at different times. You know, and, and, and I think as people, we have to remember to accept like who is sent your way and to be open to it and obviously i was in a very vulnerable place so i was open to what she had to say and she said wallahi the right thing she said the the precise thing and i know it's not all hanan i know it's also inspired by allah you know what i'm saying 
And so obviously that's how me and Hannah obviously got to know each other and then, you know, worked on TDS and until today she's she helps me so much. I literally <laughs> she I literally send her everything. She tells me, Okay, this is how to do it or you know, and like um and I know the team is so thankful for her presence. Um, because I don't know about how all of y'all feel, but I feel very confident around her. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't Allah. feel like I, I can't do nothing, you know what I'm saying? So alhamdulillah. Allah, and you know what's so beautiful? I think um, throughout the journey of TDS and how it's grown, um, we've kind of seen how each of us individually and the way we've connected with you and the way we've connected with each other, it's been so organic and everyone's always added a piece that was needed. And we all bring mm. something different to the table. And I think it's it's quite beautiful how us supporting each other, us supporting TDS, us supporting you has all looked so different. And like the forms of sisterhood that we've provided have been so diverse from one another. And I think like that's the beautiful thing. Like you mentioned that uh, what Allah sends you at a time at a certain time like accept that thing be open to that thing be right and like benefit from whoever is coming in front of you absolutely couldn't agree more so second way into that i also want to introduce lena ahmed and i know some of you, some of you already know who lena is she's the author of beauty Fisibina, as well as the custodians of the dunya um it's funny because like um people just think that lena just did an episode and uh, dropped her book, and that was it. Actually, Lena Ahmed has played a vital role in TDS behind the scenes. She writes a lot of her blog posts with Sophia. Um, and yeah, and I, 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 Lena, I'm so excited because, like, this is obviously this is your second time on the mic, you know, but this is obviously different for a different reason. So, do you want to do you want to introduce yourself? Hey, Salaam Uh My name is. Uh, Lena Ahmed. So I'm just gonna be honest here. Like I don't go way back with other 15 years, you know. Um, Subhanallah, actually, other is sitting beside me, and this is actually the first time we actually f physically met. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. First of all, I mean? that's the theme with TDS. I mean, stay meeting people the first time. I met Damn. Muna yeah. last a week and a half ago for yep. the first time, and Sima, Sophia, that was Sophia's first time also meeting Muna. This is my first time meeting Lena Ahmed in person, yep. and she asked me mm. too. She's like, when we record the wrap up episode, can you please do it with me? So like you're in the studio because with me. like every single person is not fair. Other got to you know what I mean. She's, she's in the studio with Mona. She's in the studio with Sophia. Like how are you not gonna be in the studio with me? You know, but and, and I and that's why I took it. I said no, 100. I'm going to Ottawa and I'm gonna be in the studio with Lena. And now we're here together. Come on, we had such bro. a we had such a magical weekend together. You guys are like hogging Other, bro. Like. <laughs> do you want to tell us? Give us a little introduction. How did you? How did we meet? How did you join TDS? So okay, so basically, um, I I shared a little bit about it on episode four mm -hmm. um like how me and other you know what i mean um how she like you know how we met um i would say we met around like 2020 seriously like last year yeah. um yeah, like you know during like the pandemic and stuff like that and basically um it started with like my book and how subhanallah you know like it really moved her and touched mm -hmm. her and like it went you know like she she she, she took it with obviously Allah's help to like places that like I'm just like oh my god you know is that I'm still like reliving like every day like I you know and so subhanAllah she was and then so we just like we kept in contact after that yeah. and like we just like kind of developed like a friendship and subhanAllah one thing I always loved about Adar is that I love the way she thought and that's something that's really mm -hmm. really like and she's such a subhanAllah she's such an independent thinker and she's such a you know a person who is independent doesn't try to you know uh 
um, like kind of fosters independence, independence in like other people. So I was just like, subhanAllah, I just, and I would just have like lengthy conversations with her about like stuff that was important to me, like self-esteem. Mm-hmm. We talked about a lot. Beauty. Yeah. Like, you know, love. That's why I loved your book so much. Because it talked about things mm-hmm. that I, I was, was very, it was very sensitive to me. Yeah. And so when I put your book on blast, we hadn't even known each other too much at that time, right? But I remember telling you, this book, everyone should have this book. And what happened? The next day, it sold out, right? So, and then after that, you were just, I, you know what's funny? Because after that happened and we were, I started to get to know you personally. And then you said, what, did you, what is my name under your phone? Girl, <laughs> other is saved as um, Cad's fairy godmother. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> because I felt like I felt like she turned me. Um, uh, well, obviously, you know, after a lot, from a zero to a hero. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you were never a zero. First of first the of all, you were never. You were a pearl girl that I was like so lucky to find. Girl. And I literally told everybody, I found it. I mean, running you around. Know, you know what I'm saying? And I was I mean, a fan. You know, like, you're, she, you're, she I'm my a fan pr- of yours. You know that, right? Girl, I'm a fan I'm of the, you. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. You know what your save does on my phone? What am I save <laughs> Other the Mad Queen. The ma- <laughs> <laughs> why? Wait, wait. Why the Mad Queen? Why the Mad you Queen? You said some amazing, incredible. It's just like the energy you move with. It's like it's like you have some incredible ideas, but also it's like you oh, no. you speak with the power to be able to like do something. No. And I'm like, I, 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 I love be speaking it. too powerful. The microphone is so far <laughs> from my mouth. But honestly, <laughs> I I laughed so hard because she was telling because when I had the book had you know done really well you know lena looked at me and said to me you know like nobody's ever done this t- for me and it kind of feels like i'm cinderella <laughs> i know and i found yeah. that's what she was like, like i had found her and she went from being you know treated like you know how cinderella in the beginning and then she felt like that one night <laughs> Yo, she had met Prince Charming. <laughs> so and i thought that was hilarious i was like what Aww. can Listen, i just say i introduced a cinderella to prince charming then that's the <laughs> you did. Oh, okay. Do you want Sophia? Do you want to tell how the far the fairy <laughs> god? No, so, no, so, so Sophia, do you want to tell us? Story, then? No, so actually, you know, you're right. As Sophia what? is technically, ah, uh, yeah, Sophia is a fairy yep. godmother. Oh, subhanallah. Oh my god, we got the story oh. mixed I up. I gotta give flowers to Allah. I've been Sophia. What? Sophia, <laughs> tell so us, tell true. us why you're the fairy godmother, the actual fairy godmother. Okay, okay, is, is okay. Beautiful, subhanallah, the god, the last slipper. So, um. Uh, just like um, Lena mentioned, I think me, me and Lena as well, we met in 2020, if I'm correct, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Online. Yeah. And like uh, the way Lena has met me other and so many other sisters has always been um, through her passion about reading. And so we always thought that um, Lena was a very vica- vicarious reader, but we had no clue that she was also a writer. That's the biggest plot twist. Can yeah. you imagine some girl who always posts books on her stories, and then one day you find out she had her own book? I was shocked. I was shocked. Like how do how do? Because you know I don't know about you guys, but when I think of publishing, I think it's like a very white industry. So for me to see like a young girl, you know, a, a colored woman who visibly wears hijab write a book about God, I was kind of flabbergasted, right? And so, and what does Sophia do? Sophia posts her book on her story, right? Yeah. So. um uh, I heard about Lena's book in, I think, around somewhere in the end of 2020. So um, one of Lena's friends in real life who who knew about the book and another beautiful sister, may Allah reward her, um, she uh, secretly dropped the secret that Lena had written this book to me and a few other sisters on uh, Clubhouse. So um, 
I ordered the book, and I don't think Lena was aware that I like knew she wrote this book, that I ordered the book, and I, I started reading it one day, and so no, um, I was not aware. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, because of um, the way me and Lena met, and um, just the things that I had seen from her, like the little snippets of her life online, I just thought, like, whoa, whoa, Alamabatic, like, what is she about, right? And so I was very interested to see, like, what would she write about? Because I already already had, like, these beautiful assumptions, I guess, about Lena. And so when I read her book, I was just touched by it. And I started, like, um, posting on my Instagram, like, snippets from um, pages in her book. And I started, like, commenting on it as well. So I was writing about, like, my thoughts and how I felt about what she was writing on my page. And I remember that day, um, Other was telling me how she was having a conversation with a few of her friends about physical beauty and how she left that conversation feeling very um, disheartened and, and, and kind of saddened. And she didn't feel like her opinions about physical beauty were, were resonating with other people after she had that conversation. And so she went on Instagram. She started reading my story and like she was shocked. She's like, what is this book? Who wrote this? What is this about? Right. And then I told her, Oh, other Lena wrote this, and other shocked. You were shocked. Shock. I said, "How dare? What? Because imagine, I knew Lena Ahmed before the knowing of that, right? Because I, she and I had actually did a book club uh, together. She asked me to do with her. And by the way, me and Lena have never met in person. I just knew her as a girl from social media that was really nice. So to find out that I knew an author, I was flabbergasted. I was flabbergasted, and not only an author, but an author writing about a topic." so beautifully in the way that I understood physical beauty, I, I rated it so hard that I was like, up to you. I, I took it. I shared it everywhere on TDS, on my personal Instagram, on my Twitter. I said, everybody got to buy right now. Right now. Everybody needs to buy right now. I'm not playing. This is like, this talks about this is the nine and third. And like, I just put it everywhere. Right? We woke up the next morning. What do you find out? People from Australia asking me, yo, what the what the hell, man? Like the the book is sold out. <laughs> Where is this book? I said, how is it sold out? It's not possible. I'm looking at uh, her Amazon. I'm looking over. It's gone. And I'm like, oh, how many books were, were available? How did it just disappear? And Subhanallah, I went through my DMs and I just see a bunch of people sending me pictures of their their chart, like they bought it, the receipts, yep. saying, oh, I bought it, I bought it, I bought it, I bought it. I'm like, whoa, and I'm like sharing they it. They still do that, by the way, to this day. To this, and you know what? Can we give a shout out to the people that buy Lena Ahmed's book and, make, and they at us to let us know that they have so the book. You know what was to, the most incredible one I ever read in our DMs? Mm. When a sister from Uzbekistan told me oh, that yes. she bought Lena's wow. book. And yes. I was yes. Wow. Yeah. Which is, which I, I, which I want to ask Lena, how does it feel? Because now, because not only did the book obviously so loud, but I asked you if I could sell your book on TDS, right? So that sisters, I could tell sisters, hey, like Digital Strip presents selling Lena Ahmed's book here on his website. You were like, because um, Adler, I don't know if you know that, like my um, my book was out of print, and then when when it when it like sold out, I had no, I, I didn't really have uh, plans to like um, 
put it back in stock. I was just like, whoever has it, has it. Then, subhanAllah, may Allah reward Adar, she convinced me. She said, you know, Lena, people um, keep on, like, like asking me, like, when when is the book gonna, like, you know, um, like, be Come in back. stock, be in stock, be in stock. And I was just like, you know what? I said, okay, you know, um, and then Adar said, let me put it on the, the site, you know, and I think, you know, it would be really just, it would be really just, you know, perhaps it w- it's it's gonna help whoever, like, wants, whoever wants to, like, buy it, then it's like, easily you know accessible for them and stuff like that and subhanAllah I was actually when we got like when when Adar was saying this um, you know um, I was actually in the process of writing the second one and she's like okay great she's like we will put like both of them and subhanAllah it's just been such a like an overwhelming like journey you know um, obviously like I don't see like like you know like I see it I do Adar sends me stuff all the time about subhanAllah <laughs> yep. like the different places different corners of the world of like you know like just people just kind of like resonating with it and people just you know like purchasing the book and but stuff it's like shocking that. up and to really what is. part of the world people yeah. are buying a book and i and i always uh call lena excited oh my god somebody buy your book from turkey fam like there's somebody reading your words in turkey somewhere or like and i'm and, and i and i shared her success because after because obviously lena told me on the side she's like i didn't i made this i had created this book many years ago now, for it to be successful now yeah. is so fascinating. Yeah. Right, she wrote this book in 2017. That's and then it was yeah. going everywhere, all uh, like 2020 and now up until 2020 to 2021. You sold most books this summer. Girl, it's going to, inshallah. And, yep, that's right. It, it's been, been selling until, and it's crazy because um, Lena Ahmed's book, uh, obviously proceeds of it, whoever buys it, down, uh, that, that buys a downloadable link, also gives her money directly. Because before you were selling it through Amazon, you were getting a shortcut. And I made sure that, like, on TDS that she would get, like, the, a real good cut. And then and she and she was so jealous to say, hey, the rest of the cut, give to TDS. Like, I, I, yeah. I want to support this place that, that supports me and supports this message and supports all of it. So I was like, oh, my God, I want And I remember thinking, I want to do this. Like, I want to put, you know, black Muslim women authors on my website. I want to support them. I want to give them the, you know, the space and the stage to succeed. I think it's important. So she was kind of like my first... A project to do it and it was immensely successful and it made me so proud bro like I was remember thinking oh my god look your book is in this country is in that country look somebody bought it today and stuff like that like as if I wrote it but obviously she wrote it but I shared her success because I was so happy to see her get the success she deserves Aww. um and and I know like you know she did it for Allah's sake but I'm just I'm proud of her Aww. for it I really am oh thanks guys yeah I kn- <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool I, as i was listening i realized it's like uh there's a really th- a big theme of like sisterhood you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's like things it's, it's like almost like you know other you were in a slump and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent hanan mm-hmm. and then uh you know also uh lena ahmed was working on something and she put it out there and then because of other it just you know um, that you shared it and because Sophia shared it to you yeah it's just mm-hmm. such a beautiful um yeah like it's like almost Allah's like already weaving the sister mm-hmm. before we even because all of this happened before um the podcast launch. the podcast yeah before the podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> before the podcast I remember I remember when we first kind of like after I threw that first original original idea of like the podcast with you mm-hmm. and then afterwards we had like a little meeting trying to brainstorm who we should like start inviting, you mm-hmm. know, On and uh, actually people don't know, even though we released Hilal's first, 
actually Lena Ahmed's story was the first ever story that we recorded. Yep, and I was so uh, nervous. Can you yeah, imagine? It was uh, fascinating because like it was my first ever to be on and have a mic yeah. in front of me in and a booth. Same here. And it was the first time it was her time. And then it was the first time mm. when we recording two people who've never been and in a studio. The last episode of the <laughs> it was season f- is YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool because it was the first time I ever booked a studio in two different uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two different cities yeah. trying to coordinate everything. And I was sitting there like nervously. <laughs> and even uh, if I play the audio, which I'm, I'm going to include, I'm going to include in this episode. Oh no. Like of you talking, the amount of like <laughs> nervousness you could hear I remember Mona I remember oh my yo God. I was so nervous I remember thinking am I out of my mind <laughs> like I remember thinking am yeah. I out of my mind why am I doing yeah. this who and then like, he was looking at me like yo it's not that serious I was like yo this is actually insane. I had never seen it inside of a studio first of all I thought studios were for music. So to, to have people coming in there just talking was a shocker for me. And then there's this guy, yeah. you know, and now now we know that guy is Jonathan. But this white guy <laughs> looking at me thinking, okay, mm. sister, like, get it together. Yeah. Get it together. And I was yeah. so nervous because he was, you know, he listens to our content. And I was kind of shy. I was like, yo, mm. this guy's going to be listening to our content. He's going to think I'm a weirdo. Um, and I was just nervous <laughs> all around. And then Lena Ahmed was nervous too because she's like, "Where am I?" Very nervous. And 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 mm. and then obviously Muna has those audios. I don't even know who told you to record that. But there was me talking <laughs> to the mic, just saying, "God knows what," and I don't remember it to be honest. If if people go down to like the pre one we we posted, you know, it says the I don't know. Uh, if I remember that before, right before the first episode, it says a pre. And it's just like you talking into the mic. That was recorded when we were recording Lena yeah. Ahmed's uh, episode. A, it, but you know, um, can I just say though, Lena Ahmed kind of like uh, she wasn't. She was a different type of recording because she she had a, a particular way that she wanted to do it. And I was like, oh, mm. okay, let's just go with like how she wants to tell your story. And after that, like that's how I roll with the punches. I let the person tell me yeah. how they want to tell their story. I don't, I don't, di- we don't like, and when I don't direct them about how to do it, we just kind of let it go because mm. Lena was so like very particular, but it was good because it kind of yeah. set the tone of how we treated every guest that came on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because everybody, everybody has a different style. Mm. You know, everybody has a different way of like, because Lena Ahmed is a writer and, and, and that's one of the things you talked about, right? Is being a writer. So a lot of times like writing out your story makes more sense than just, you know, just telling it straight from yeah, your head. Just yeah, just vibing. Um, I, I even told uh, Lena, I could hear you thinking, yeah. you know, um, oh I want you God. to just tell your story, oh you know? Oh my <laughs> so God. It, it was one of the things, but it's like, that's, that's I think honestly one of the things I try to do is to to um, encompass all the diverse ways that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala uh, has created storytelling. In there's no one specific way. It's more about like authenticity to mm-hmm. yourself. You know, I think every episode yeah. that like you know Abad and Muna like record and produce. I think Subhanallah, uh, one common theme they do is they bring out like you know like they meet first of all. Um, the guests where they are and they bring out like the guest um, they, they bring out the best of the guests I remember one time I was just like um, Mona I, I kept saying like Mona like make me look good she said I'm gonna make you look good don't worry don't worry don't worry <laughs> she's like you know I said I said maintain my shut off like don't like you know what I mean like I don't I don't know what I'm saying or anything and subhanAllah I remember like right when the episode came came out uh, you know may Allah reward you as she was just like hey how did I do I'm like oh better than I ever expected so may Allah reward yeah. shout out to Muna she do fire editing you know what I mean like you know what's crazy yeah. okay I never told this to Hanan 
But honestly, I met Hannah. We met. We were doing the 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 vibe check thing together, mm-hmm. right? And Hannah, you know how she just gives you this vibe of like someone who is like, you know, you gotta you got you gotta be about your stuff. You yeah. know, you can't be you can't you have to have responsibility <laughs> for whatever you do. You know. So when I threw the idea of the podcast out there, we were vibing, and I was like, yeah, it's a good idea. Let's do it. You know, I was like, that was the moment I was like, oh, my God, I can't I can't go back. I already, <laughs> I already said it. So it was so scary to book these studios and to email so many different studios. But then I was like, I was like, I, I had like the image of what would Hanan do in my head? Wow. Like, she would okay. get it done like a boss. Wow. <laughs> Literally, you were my motivation all throughout it. And then after you listened to the first episode or something, like you were like, you give us feedback. You, you, you said something about like, oh, this is really good. You guys keep going or like other was telling me um hanan said that i like how moon is like a get yeah. it, a person who just gets it done <laughs> and i was like yes <laughs> that was the happiest moment i was like i could keep going yeah, yeah. i remember when so, Adar told yeah. me um you booked the studio yeah. and before that i think he wanted to send the equipment so i said wow moon is on on her game <laughs> i was so surprised <laughs> Because remember, when we were discussing the podcast initially, we were all on a Zoom call. And it was kind of like an idea that was thrown out there. And Muna said, you know what, Mm -hmm. I can make it happen. And within Mm -hmm. a week, you booked the studio. And I was like, wow, I like Muna. (laughs) And guess what? You know, the interesting part was I was telling Hanan, isn't Muna crazy? She booked it like the next week. I didn't even mentally prepare. Yeah. She's like, no, this is how you do it. <laughs> so fast. I was like, yeah. it was so fast. And I told you this morning, this is so fast. Wow. We're just like, yeah. we had an idea. And then it w- the first episode, like the first recording was a week after. I was shook. That's why I was shook on the studio. Mm, that's true. You know what I'm saying? I was like, <laughs> we just thought about this last week. And that's now we hear posted, talking about let's drop episode one. <laughs> I was like, these people are out of their minds. And the thing is, yeah. to be honest, I realized I have a lot of like, negative like i'm very i feel like i'm more pessimistic than i lead on because i always think oh Mm. this is not possible not this quickly you know and it was funny because like when we fundraised for the podcast or for tds that uh, on uh on gofundme during ramadan i didn't think we're gonna hit ten thousand. i didn't think for Mm. a minute we were gonna hit ten thousand. But Hanad and Muna were like, yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's going to happen. I said, yo, these people, yes. what are they What are they drinking? I want to drink what they're drinking. Because clearly, I was thinking so small and they were thinking so big. But it met that mark. You could imagine that mm. night when I saw 10,000, I was shocked. My jaw dropped. I said, Didn't what? It, pass it? it passed it. Even if I check, if I was shocked too. I'm always shocked and I realized I'll stop being shocked. <laughs> you stop being shocked. These, clearly, everybody on a team is not shocked and they're, they expect these things because they think good of Allah. You know, I'm like, okay, is this a reflection of my pessimism? Yeah, I got to put that in order. And after that, I was like, you know, every time something happens, yeah, we could do it. Hundred thousand, yes. no problem. Two hundred thousand, no problem. No, I don't, don't lie, don't lie. You're still, no, 100%. you're still on the hesitation. Okay, hesita- but you're learning. Okay, I was a pessimism. Now I'm you're a realist. Better. Okay, I'm a realist yeah. now. Okay, I'm not. Po- I'm not pessimistic no more. But I definitely could. I can see reality. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's still. I, I think your l- lens of reality is still a little, you know, foggy. I'm working with Dar for me. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying it, to be it. a dreamer in reality too you know not just dreaming in my head yeah. but dreaming that things can come yeah. true and i'm learning that every day and i feel like i don't know maybe i don't know what what broke my heart in the past for me to be so like <laughs> negative like not like you know negative but i'm working on it and I, and I feel like this experience has literally cracked my brain open and now i don't mm. i don't believe anything i think 
you know <laughs> i kind of let it go and let yeah. it flow and i just trust a lot in that process clearly he has a plan clearly he has he has objectives and i'm just glad to be on this ride mm-hmm. truly mm-hmm. yeah it's incredible so i have a question for everyone now that we introduced hanan and Lena Ahmed and uh, we already you guys already met Sophia and Mona and I. What do we hope for uh, for TDS in the future? Like personally, what do you hope to see it become? What are our predictions? I love predictions because you never know, you know, if they're they'll exceed our our, our predictions, our dreams. If it would be just that, what do you guys think? I'll go first. My prediction with TDS is I think my dream, my goal this year is to really make TDS, like, sustainable. Like, I want it to be a running company that can hire people. I have this really crazy dream where... <laughs> I always have dreams because I told you guys I'm a dreamer, but I'm also a pessimist. But I dream. Um, and one of my dreams is to have a workplace, like a TDS's own workplace, where um, we can all work at. And I hire all kinds of Muslim women and men to do different things professionally. And I also want to prioritize women who wear face veils for employment. And the reason why that's important to me is because over the years, I saw a lot of women who wear face veils um, feel like, you know, backed in a corner to choose either their job or their faith. And I just, mm. I, I, and, I, and I feel like there are so many incredible women who might wear a face veil who are good at tech, who are good at art, who are good at communications, yeah. who are good at, you know, administration. And I want to be able to prioritize them because the world doesn't prioritize the West, at least the Western world doesn't prioritize them in terms of employment. So I was like, imagine yeah. I created a company that hired full of Naqabis in the West. And if you came into my, my office space, you would, you would think you're in Saudi Arabia. Like, what is going on? Where are all these baseball <laughs> women at the front, in the side, you know? Um, like, that's a dream for me personally. Like, it's to, it's to also have that, that nuance, recognizing, like, what the issues are in the West for Muslim women. And, 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 and employing them, knowing what's going on. Like, that's my dream. I don't know if it's going to happen this year, but it would be nice to have a space where we can all work out together, even though I know most of the team is, like, all over the world. Obviously, Hanas for Saudi. You know, I live in Toronto. Muna lives in Minneapolis. Or now, now in Egypt, Sophia lives in Toronto with me. And then Lena in Ottawa and Sima in Minneapolis. There's a lot of us live in different places. Um, but it would be nice mm. to have a headquarters somewhere, you know, where it's, like... It's doing its thing. You know what I'm saying? It's doing its thing. Yeah. And it's... And you, you you just described like a movie scene. I know. I know. Because like, <laughs> I see it in my head that way. Yeah. I literally yes. see it in my head that way. And I, and I can even see people doing articles about how our workplace is defying all odds. You know? Like I can see an article being written about it saying, look at these women creating a whole company and look at how they're thriving and they didn't have to compromise their faith. Matter of fact, they celebrate it. So I, I know that's kind of crazy to put out there, but that's my dream. And I hope Allah facilitates it. You know what's oh, funny, man. though, Adam? Mm. I mean, you know what's funny? Isn't everybody basically technically an Iqabi at this uh, point? Period. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> you would think it would change people. It's already. It's <laughs> Let me tell you, you think you would, that would change people? It's already kind of happening right now. Yo, and the, you think that would change people? But when Allah says, yeah. I started wearing a Niqab, I had people who had an issue with my face veil. And I'm like, bro, you look like mm. me, though. What's the what's the beef? Yeah. You know, but but obviously, yeah. my my face veil is attached to political you know, a, a political issue, right? So there, to them, there is a difference between a, a a cover you know a mask and a niqab. As we can see with the whole situation with the teacher in Quebec who got fired for wearing hijab, you know what I'm saying? <gasps> yeah. So it's it's a real issue, especially here in Canada, and I'm really it pisses me off. Like guys, generally, I'm pissed mm. off. 
You know what I mean? Like, if I yeah. heard that story, well, I employ her at TDS. Sister, don't worry. You can teach at TDS, Monica. Don't worry. Yeah. You know, like, I'm just so Dude. angry at, at how we're, we are disposable to society in the West, bro. It pisses me off. And I just, I'm over it. I'm ready to put my foot in it. I'm ready to uh, try to make, you know, TDS a whole full-on company that makes, you know, what it needs to make in order to help others because I'm, I'm tired of begging. I'm tired of kneeling. I'm tired of, you know, turning the cheek. It's time that Muslims, mm. um, you know, uh, take charge <laughs> in a good way, in an Islamic and permissible way. Take charge of their future. Yeah. Take charge of their opportunities because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is the only one that we need. We actually don't need anybody else. And and he right. gives to us every day. So if you ask him today, if you were to kneel right now and make dua and ask Allah Taala for what you want, there is yeah. a high opportunity he will accept that or he'll give you better. So the question remains, True. are we asking enough? Are we are we being shy in our duas? You know, are we dreaming mm. a little small? Are we make are we making ourselves a little small? You know, mm. so I call mm. it the Islamic Renaissance. We're nearing to a new era. We're turning a new page. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying. So, um, tell me, what do you, what do you guys dream or predict for TDS? Um, so I just hope for TDS just to continue, um, to grow at an exponential pace. To just may may Allah Subhanahu wa Taala make it reach like just every, um. Every household, like man and woman, I feel like, you know, um, you know, make TDS like, you know, like just really just come into everybody's phones and on everybody's laptops and on everybody's just electronic device, however you listen to the podcast, um, you know, and may it just be like something that like really just transforms the way that we see each other and that we see like Muslim women and, you know, and how we relate to the world and each other. I think that subhanAllah, other and Muna and like the whole team, they really just um, every day they with with these like podcasts, you guys like really just challenge, um, you know, like the dominant ideals of like beauty and, um, you know, like just beauty, like uh, fulfillment and just like really just um, incorporating um, like God, like, you know, putting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first and, and like how, you know, like you teach all of us, like, you know, like by sharing these stories, how to just do it in the West. So like for my dream, you know, um, it would be that. And also, you know, I hope that um, TDS comes out with like a, like a newsletter or like Ooh. a magazine Ooh. that really just like a coffee table book that really yes. just is on the same level Ooh. of like the New Yorker yeah. or like, you know, you know, subhanAllah, so something like really tasteful and just, you know, just something so so just beautifully like just beautiful like spiritually you know rich and just something so in line you know what with what beauty and what tds really just you know tries to like be yeah. That. yeah i think for me i have a lot of different um i have a lot of different things but i think uh the one thing i really want to do is that uh for muslim creatives muslim to Mus- for Muslims to not feel alienated in a way. Like, you know, um, a lot of times people, or even Muslims, are, even ourselves, me, myself, Hatta, like it was, it was like when I looked at Islam, I would think of it as, oh, it's something that is weird, that is different, something that I have to like change who I am in order to be able to adhere to it. Whenever I would think about like the Prophet and the Sahaba and like, you know, I'd be like, they're like living a different life than us. They're completely different than us. You know what I mean? 
So somehow it was like I was walking around with this association of Islam as something that is different than my real life, you know? And I think like with the Digital Sister SubhanAllah, the podcast itself, even though this wasn't like a clear aim for it, for it what, what I saw is kind of like that shift of understanding that, yo, uh, the things that Islam teaches is not something that is new. It's not something that is different. It's not something that is separate from you as a human being and separate from real life. You got what I'm saying? So it's it's how do you actually live life? It's the manu it's it's the manual. It's the instruction book. It's like when I'm stuck at this or when I do this, how do I like flip that? SubhanAllah, I grew up in a in a Muslim household. I grew up in a in a uh, household, you know, like knowledgeable people. People look at me and my family is like people who are scholarly, you know. But like as a kid, it was always taught I always learned it as ideas. I didn't learn it as like real life, something I could use. So it wasn't until really I started to reflect deeply on it and um, be able to flip that. So I I see the digital sisterhood as being that space where you enter and you kind of start to see life as it's supposed to be, as the way the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam um, uh, explained to us as the way Allah created it to be, you know? Um, a lot of times, like, yeah, today I was thinking about, like, a lot of times we put markers for success, you know? Um, and a lot of them involved, like, you know, I want this certain type of income. I want to have this many kids or, like, I want I want to be debt-free. And we have all these markers, you know, for what success is. But then if if you <laughs> if you really think about it, like, the true reality is you're supposed to be putting markers for akhirah. Like, you know, yeah. I, I I did umrah. I did, you know, I did sadaqah here. I, I I helped somebody. I did this. You know, those markers and kind of yeah. saving up. Even when we, we save up for, like, houses uh, here, you know, you save up 300K, you know, you're going there, you're trying to save up for a house for yourself here. But, like, the reality, the true reality is that you're not supposed to be saving up for a house here because this house is just going to go away. Um, the true house that you're supposed to be building is the one in Jannah and how are you going to do that? So um, I see it as a, how do I say, um, how the Islamic society and um, was able to truly transform the world because they didn't subscribe to the world's philosophies of the time they listened to the creator and therefore they were outside of worshiping the creation. Um, and so they were able to create things that were new, that transformed, that we use today. Like, you know, like mathematics, like <laughs> numbers, like um, surgery, like some things that were so essential that you can't even think about how anyone would exist without it. It, in the world, people who didn't worship the creation and only looked at the creator and were outside of that scope and were thinking from those lenses were the ones who were able to come up with and see the perfection and see everything. So I really I really wanted to be a motivational space for people um, to be able to find people who think alike. SubhanAllah. Absolutely. TED Talk. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you Love for coming that. to TED Talk. <laughs> that's a beautiful vision i love that Mm -hmm. for you and i hope that comes to fruition i feel like it is 
a portion of what you're saying mm. is coming to fruition. I feel like, you know, alhamdulillah, inshallah, yeah, oh, definitely. I think we're just we're just gonna be a big crew, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if you <laughs> truly like, I think I think a lot of the Muslims of the past, you know, especially in Islam's golden age, you know. People were proud to be Muslim, you know. Matter of fact, if you spoke in, if you spoke Arabic, you were considered like you know one of the educated ones, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Like Absolutely. you know, it, it was a sign of shut off. It, it was a sign of honor yeah. to just be a Muslim, and you know, even like the the attire or the uniforms or like the diploma. The concept of the diploma was taken from Muslims. It was it was, it was just a place of shut off, and I. I want that to to return to our vision as uh, people who live in the West of looking at Islam as something that's going to give you that honor and, and it's going to raise your status rather than um, something that's just going to bring you pain or struggle or, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, do you want to transition to the recordings? I feel like I, I don't have anything to say after when I said that long. Vatic. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> What's your? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mona's vision's our vision. I just want to see what Allah has in store. Mona's vision's our vision. Inshallah. I want to hear Hannah. Hannah, you were the one who saw TDS for what it was before anybody else, even before Adar, maybe. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, TDS. I think I always tell Adar this that the sky's the limit for TDS. Um, my vision for the future is alongside of what. Um, Lena said, um, to see TDS in every single household, um, to be an internationally known podcast. So I would love to see people sending in stories from all over the world. I think uh, most of the stories that we have right now are coming in from North America. So I would love to hear stories that we've never heard from all our listeners from all around the world. Um, Another thing that I'm looking forward to is basically to set up our discord or community i think a lot of the people who are sending dms to us are kind of looking for that sense of digital sisterhood where you know um they can ask questions they can get nasiha and for next year i'm hoping that we can set up something where we can actually get to know each other on a more personal level Mm, absolutely Um, Definitely. Yeah. I think I'd be sick. Yeah. Imagine like a whole Discord chat with everybody just yeah. in there. And also, I always told Adar that um, we should set up some kind of mentoring. Mm. So like connecting yes. people with people in the field because we have mm. a lot of people who are working in the field. Mashallah, Safiya's mm. told me today she works in policy. We have... And I'm putting me on the spot. No. <laughs> <laughs> we have writers. We have educators. Uh, yeah. We have, you know... Yeah, uh, we have a lot. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be dope. I think, see see how Hanan is spearheading mentorship? It's important. It's it important. Is, it is. It's definitely important. You can do anything without a mentor. It's so cool. I met, I met a listener who's a doctor. Mm. She came to one of the events. She was like, oh, yeah, I was just working at the hospital. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, she's a doctor. I was like, oh, my God, you just came to see TDS. Oh, mashallah. Mashallah. <laughs> you got a lot of a people. Lot of TDS people. family got a lot of Yeah, there uh, was actually a girl who reached out to us in the DMs yeah. who, was a, who was studying to be a sports attorney. And she was Ooh. a huge, like, supporter of TDS. And I was like, sports, I remember thinking, like, sports attorney. I never even knew there were Muslim women in, the, in that field. That was so cool. I remember thinking, like, that is so, that is actually so cool. Because it's a very mm. male-dominated industry. So I was like, that's that's actually really cool to see that. And that, like, yeah. there, there, our, our network here is wide. And there's all kinds of professionals. We definitely should set something up, inshallah. 
Um, but uh, I think we're at the end of this episode. Um, but before we go, we wanted, uh, I'm going to share a few audios. Um, a few weeks ago, I had uh, sent a message to everyone to send, you know, audios about what the highlights were of, of this season. And if they had any questions for us, I'm going to go ahead um, and share them. Okay, the first one, let me just... Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh TDS. I am so happy to make this voice note. I feel like I'm talking to you personally. It's been amazing, inspiring, educational, listening to all these amazing spiritual journeys of people. I cannot say how many times I've repeated some stories because you guys don't produce enough episodes. I know you're doing a lot. Anyway, my highlight for me was Hilal's when the crescent moon became full because I resonate a lot with the anxiety of dying back when I wasn't as much God conscious, even though I was practicing, but I was just doing it like a robot. It wasn't really coming from the heart. And my happiness was so superficial back then. Like I had no peace in being alone. I had no peace in falling asleep. I, I, I always have to be with somebody because I was so scared of dying. But Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, I got through that. And now I am a little bit more God conscious than I was before. And TDS has impacted me, yes, a lot, especially the story of Hilal and Shazina from What You Love inspired me to pick up my Quran back again and start memorizing. I had no trouble in reciting the Quran, alhamdulillah, but I gave up on memorizing because I thought it was like the Quran was like a lot and I'm a little bit older now. I have a lot of things in my head. I don't think I can do it. But listening to Shazina and Hilal, I was like, if these people, they're adults, they have their lives. If they can do it, I can do it too. I just... I don't have to pressure myself. I just have to take it slowly. Even just one verse a day, I can do this. So for that, alhamdulillah, you guys, you don't know how much you have done for me. Like, it, this is so big for me. So right now, I'm on that Quran journey. I've made it my mission. Like, I'm going to memorize as much as I can. And I pray that Allah reward all of you for what you're doing. And we'll all meet in Jannah. Amen. Oh, oh, I mean, oh, oh, that touched wow. me. Guys, she was That's sending an audio incredible. all the way from Tanzania. Oh, my anyway, God. Shout out Allah to Shamsa. Inshallah, may Allah make you a half in the Quran. Allahumma ameen. 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 You know, it, so many people. Yeah. So many people. Subhanallah. The Sadaqa Jariya, the Ilal. Yeah, she did it. May Allah accept it. May Allah accept it. May Allah accept it. The amount of people that said they, like, there were people that said they had stopped reciting the Quran and they picked mm. it up after he lost episode you know yeah. like the my, pers- my personal friends were still telling yeah. me that they were like yo I, I'm going back to like learning the Quran I'm doing this because I listened to that story yeah oh, <sighs> I mean that's what's important right is that sometimes yeah. like and the sister mentioned to Shamsa mentioned Sister Shamsa she was saying how like you know Shazina is a mom you know and she has mm. a bunch of things and so it's so nice to see a woman who you know has a family and might be super busy memorizing the Quran because it gave her a blooper she's like oh if she could do it I could do it yeah you know what I'm saying and yeah. I think I think that's what's beautiful is it's showing like you know that women are doing you know these things and um, they're managing and it's and it's possible you know, and, and she even mm-hmm. mentioned being an older age. She said, you know, Hilal memorizing the Quran at an older age inspired her too that she can now start again. So, mm-hmm. girl, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Uh, next one. 
Assalamu alaikum. My name is Nawal Ahmed and I'm tuning in from all the way out here in Kenya. And I wanted to tell you guys that I truly appreciate each and every episode you guys produced. They all have taught me their own unique, beautiful lessons. And I'm so grateful that one of the main lessons I've learned is that there's love around us and that love is a blessing. Before listening to the love episode, I didn't believe in it. But now I do, and I'm so grateful for that. I love you all, and I'm so happy to be a part of such a beautiful community. I'll keep you all in my prayers. And to my girls, Ada and Muna, and all the producers, I want to thank you guys for your hard work. And thank you guys for making our Fridays brighter. So sweet. Wow. We love you love too. Love the center of TDS, the center oh of sisterhood. Shout out to Kenya. Shout out to my sisters in Kenya. Allah I really appreciate all the things that you said. It really touched me. Oh, you guys, I don't know if I can get through without crying. <laughs> we, we gotta do it. I don't know, man. Again. I don't know. This is We believe in love again. Yo, that's such a powerful like the the concept of love. I know so many people who just because like love hurts a, a lot and you know, sometimes it's like people have given up on it, but a lot of the stories that we shared Man, I, I agree with uh, Noel. Noel, yes, I agree with her. It made me believe in love again. I think every woman who steps through this studio believes in love. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So I got another voice note. Mm-hmm. This might surprise you. So Bismillah. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. My name is Abu Bakr. I resign from Dallas, Texas, and I want to say your whole podcast is amazing. It really gave me a meaningful view of life. And I want to say, honestly, the best thing I learned from it is um, always trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and always trust the timing of your life. And when you do things for the sake of Allah, things will always fall into place. And I feel like that's what I really took a lesson from, from your whole podcast. Your whole podcast is amazing. And thank you for, you know, making it, actually. As-salamu alaykum. Yo, that got me emotional, though. Shout out to Abu Bakr from (laughs) Dallas. I was shocked always when a friend of brothers are listening. (laughs) No, guess what? Guess what? You're shocked? You know, I, in my head, I only think women are listening. So when I heard heard this, I was was so taken back and so happy Mm. to see that. Because, like, it's, it's nice to see brothers, you know, take away from sisters. It's nice to see brothers yeah. resonate with what a woman has to say. I don't know. It's beautiful to see that. Um, and yeah. I love his, his reflection. Allah mabarak me. Allah bless you, uh, Brother Abu Bakr. Um, we really appreciate your audio. And amin to your dua. I mean, I mean, I actually had somebody. I was taking my COVID test because I got to travel at the airport. So one of the the manager of the place, he came up to me and he said, I listened to your podcast. He says, Abuna. Shout out to Ahmed. You know what's so funny? Like, yeah. Somebody sent me mm. and because um, I was telling sisters, oh, they're like, you know, there's brothers that listen to the podcast. They're like, oh, they try to get married. They try to impress a sister. I If I missed a few, yes, maybe. I might have said that all a bit. But why do we assume? Yeah, but I, th- I think, yeah. Why do, Go ahead. I don't know. But why do we, like, assume that, like, yeah. when brothers listen to, like, the podcast, they just want to get married? Why <laughs> Why not, like, think higher of our men? Guess what? Just be, like, you're you're right. right. You know what? That Nina, was what you're absolutely right. You know what? 
there and, and this obviously <laughs> it's, it's a joke it's funny but because there was actually it actually comes from somewhere there was a reference where a sister had sisters at dms after the brothers meant tell all they were like some sisters would like drop their ads where they're clearly good brothers mashallah we like to get to know them i say up to you guys i don't know if i could drop their ads like that and so there was a joke that i ran away after that saying oh um any brother that listens to tds is a brother i'm trying to get to know over marriage and i and that's where the joke came from so obviously not to say that these brothers were doing that but mashallah um i really appreciate it and it means so much to us um, what are you talking about, Lena? People were shooting your shot, their shot with your books. Yeah, they were. <gasps> <gasps> oh my god, I forgot about that. Uh, oh my uh, god, Lena, how you trying to play it? That was Guess like what? two weeks of sales. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we explain the context so though? Like, Wait, ex- explain, explain the it, context. So basically, let me tell you, there were brothers DMing me, saying, "Sister, mashallah, tabarakallah, <laughs> I'd like to send um, a sister Lena Ahmed's book." I said, "Okay, you, you can just." you know, buy it here and stuff like that. He's like, no, 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 I need, I'll buy it, but can you send it to the sister? <laughs> and I was like, what would you want me to write in the email? He said, just a brother that cares. I said, oh, <laughs> And guess what? It spiraled out of control. Then I got like five, six more brothers sending me emails saying, please, sister, can you send uh, this sister? And then at this point, Lena Ahmed's book became Shoot Your Shot. And, you t- and tell them about the Twitter. What, what was going on on Twitter when they're like, is anyone going to send me a book? Yeah, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. After that, then there was a whole spew of sisters saying, wow, sisters are getting Lena Ahmed's book for, you know, uh, like as a proposal. Where's my book? <laughs> <laughs> the TDS meme culture is very strong. It's very strong. Very our strong. Me- uh, first of all, our audience are the funniest people in this dunya. I don't care what nobody says. Their memes, mm-hmm. their commentary, their tweets, their Instagram. I their literally DM. be shedding I'd be shedding tears. Like I'm dying of laughter. But that was an era, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to the brothers that sent their books to those sisters. What a way to shoot yeah. your shot. What a way. Mashallah. Um so yeah, Lita Abbott had an era. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next audio, mashallah, tawarakallah. Assalamu alaikum, digital sisterhood. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. So my name is Amna Salim, also known as Art by Am, A-R-T-B-Y-A-A-M. On Instagram, I create digital content for people um, wanting to reconnect with Islam and their culture. I'm listening from North Carolina. Uh, it's very southern, very southern state. So you know, you feel me. I like to connect with you guys, and it makes me feel like I'm more connected to religion and just having more Muslim friends. Um, so that I think that is my favorite highlight of just like listening to your podcast. And like I really liked um, the podcast um, with the girls when the girls tell all. And I love vibe check. Like, oh my gosh, you guys are awesome. Like, seriously, it really changed my perspective on a lot of things. Subhanallah and any questions you might have any questions i have is just like for those who are struggling with islam who who have gone back and forth you know being born muslim you still have to find the religion and so what kind of what kind of things no matter what bring you back to islam always that that is my question um but yeah and i just really wanted to thank you guys so much and if you ever please seriously think of me um if you ever think of any digital art that i could help you with inshallah may i may i be able to help you assalamu alaikum what a great question i was going to answer the question um salah i think it's that simple if you're looking for something to always bring you back to allah you know even if you're um, you know, on the part of your journey where you're struggling to pray, 
like two rakas asking Allah for guidance, asking Allah for hidayah, saying like, Allah, I, I need your assistance and I need your aid in worshiping you. And so even if you've been, you know, practicing for a very long time, sometimes you still need that that moment to pray those two rakas and ask for Allah's help. So salah. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Salah. Yeah. Salah is a thing that always brings you back and a thing that you should never let go. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. definitely salah. I would say the same thing. Will I? Mm-hmm. It starts there. You gotta Everything cry. starts there. Yeah. You cry in your situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let yourself, if you're going to break, break in that moment. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. For me, it's dua. Um, a lot of times, you know, there's there's days where I'm like in bed and I can't get up and like I'm, I'm I feel stuck. Um, just simply being like, Ya Allah, help me. I want to do. I want to pray. I want to do this. Help me. I find that it's so transformational because it's like some out energy outside of my body comes to me. <laughs> you know, it's those moments when it's like. You know, instead of shaming myself, oh, I should pray, I should do this, I should, I just go like, yeah, Allah, at this very moment, I have zero willpower, I really want to pray, help me out, and it ends up like, you know, always bringing me back, and then like it gets into salah, but I've always found dua is is the way I come back. So I would say dua and always um, saying istighfar, so like just asking Allah for forgiveness, being in that constant state of asking Allah for forgiveness. Um, kind of always brings me back when I feel like I'm like my iman is low. So dua in the sense that I'm all like always asking for Allah for, as Sophia said, hidayah and guidance and istighfar. Like you never know. I think the Prophet used to ask for istighfar how many times a day? Seventy times. Seventy times a day. Mm-hmm. So this is one advice my brother used to always give me, especially when I was young, that always be in a state of istighfar and. I find that whenever I'm feeling anxious or worried about something, if I just stay on my istighfar, then I feel like whatever anxiety I was feeling or whatever difficulty I was going through, I always find a way out. Beautiful. Okay. Um, Next audio. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. My name is Qali and I've been listening from the Netherlands. I've actually recently just joined the TDS gang. My friend recommended it and told me that it was a great uh, podcast with inspiring stories and I figured I'd give it a listen. Uh, when I did, <laughs> my life changed. <laughs> I've been obsessing over these episodes. Uh, alhamdulillah, they've all just changed my perspective on life. These stories are so different, but they each taught me a valuable lesson. One has taught me to be patient. One has taught me to uh, uh, be grateful. One has told me to be grateful for Allah's decree, even though it wasn't what I planned. And I've really been, I've actually had an Iman boost uh, because of this podcast. So I just wanted to take a quick second to uh, thank all of you guys for that. Uh, for the guest speakers and for you, Adar. Uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless all of you and in, and help you inspire more people. I've been trying to actively better myself as a Muslim ever since I've listened to, I've been listening to this podcast and I'm grateful that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guided me through the TDS. Like I said, um, I've been really grateful for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's decree. Uh, Alhamdulillah, even though it wasn't the the way I've planned it, um, 
I was wondering if you guys could make dua for my mom. My mom has been uh, diagnosed with cancer. And alhamdulillah, uh, it is a ni'mah. Even though um, we don't necessarily see it that quickly, there's always khair in everything. Um, so yeah, I just want to ask you to keep her in your prayers, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May Allah grant your mother shifa. Ameen. Allahumma ameen. May Allah make it a form of expiation of sins. Allahumma ameen. Ameen. It's a difficult thing. It's definitely a difficult thing. It reminds me of like Marian's episode um, when she was going through her, you know, uh, battle of cancer and how difficult it is um, But uh, and how she, her mentality shifted. So I hear you on that. Um, and I sincerely make dua that Allah grants her shifa. Ameen. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh the Digital Sisterhood Podcast. My name is Mariam and I am listening from Melbourne, Australia. My favorite highlight from this podcast was when all the girls came together to play the vibe check. The banter, the laughs, the roasting, wallahi. I honestly felt like I was sitting right there in the middle like a centerpiece reminding back and again and again just to listen to those two episodes i think to be honest they were the longest listening time for me i felt like i was literally there with you guys and that i've always known you guys subhanallah what i've learned from this podcast i can't even pinpoint because there's so many but definitely the variety of different ways allah tests us of all the sisters that came on it was amazing to see the unique different ways they were all being tested um i don't have a question but an exciting feeling in me is thriving for the next season and how you guys are gonna inshallah extend your guests across different countries and not just canada and america so i'm so excited for that to hear and listen to others stories all in all, may Allah reward you guys, and I love you guys so much, and keep up the good work and efforts. Oh, oh we love you too, God. sis. We love you too, sis. Other, oh my other, God, yeah. I have a question for you. Mm. So we can um, already tell that, um, for those of you who don't know and don't keep up with our Instagram, um, TDS has kind of begun touring unofficially. <laughs> And so uh, <laughs> we can we can unofficially, tell unofficially like, unofficially we have not toured officially yet, mm, but um, we can tell yeah. even from um, you know our aspirations for TDS for the things that sisters have been requesting that um, twenty twenty two is definitely going to be a year of a lot of travel and uh, just like the sister mentioned, like where in the world are you kind of most excited to catch stories from mm, at the moment? I already know. What, where do you feel yeah. like it's in your gut like your, your instinct I, I, I think so, I think um, I keep bringing it up I'm excited because I I've been looking at the the map in Africa but I know a growing community is, uh, that's happening in Nigeria oh my god I knew you were going to say Nigeria I was like I Legos. first of all I was expecting I was I was expecting Madagascar no okay but guess okay. what there's nobody that's listening from Madagascar yet I would have said that I would have said that there's Everybody a beautiful knows. community of Nigerians yeah. who have been supporting oh us oh my god yeah. and, and they're growing so fast 
and I yeah. know, oh my God, they're such. Uh, and then such the funniest part of Twitter. Yeah, they're f- <laughs> and they're so supportive. So honestly, shout out to the the solicitors from Nigeria. I cannot wait to hear more stories from over there. I know they have so many, and I'm super looking forward for season two to share stories from Nigeria as well as like um, Senegal. I see a few listeners from Senegal. Oh yeah. Um, I would love to see that and um, South Africa. Wow. So like, and obviously like all, there's a lot of listeners from East Africa, inshallah, but I'm really excited about, you know, those areas as well. West Africa, oh, South I, Africa. Yeah. I, I just ask that Allah makes all this traveling easy <laughs> on us. <laughs> Honestly, the day we get invited to Nigeria is a wrap. You know what's a wrap? I might yeah, not leave. Yeah, yeah. I might not leave. I actually might not leave. <laughs> I, I might just set up shop there. I have to say that's also another one of my personal visions for TDS. I don't think I ever mentioned this one, but um, TDS around the world and in different languages yeah i feel like our sisters yes, that uh, speak french i have oh, seen them you know mashallah um, they're you know, tweeting and they're and they're telling us in french by the way i have to i have to translate them by the way like i don't know what they're <laughs> writing i translate it <laughs> yeah. and then i respond to in their in french am i crazy i always say i'm like how does other know french wow i was that little I, bit of french education in school yeah, to be honest i could tell when if the grammar's off a little bit but to be honest i go to like <laughs> translate and i translate but okay. but like i have to respond to them and i want to respond to them in their language why am i gonna respond to them in english that's disrespectful Let me we're gonna have tds french. in french tds <laughs> in arabic tds in urdu i can't i can't oh my wait. god inshallah especially i think um would be dope the next one should be arabic and french yeah, Arabic because and French are definitely yeah, two Definitely two would be dope to do right next. Um, but yeah, inshallah. Oh, TDS in the Middle East, right, Hannah? Of course, oh. of course. Oh, inshallah, inshallah. Big things for these two. I'd get her a studio in Saudi yeah. if she comes. Oh, guess what? And guess what? Yes. We're trying to do th- I'm trying to leave you guys and, and set up shop <laughs> in Saudi Arabia. Imagine I was just sitting there, you know, in, in Jiddak with my legs crossed in the studio. That's the way I want to live. Dream. I'm in the wrong place. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine I go to Mecca, Umrah casually, and no, then I, I go to studio Im- session? Yep, and you I know what I'm imagine. thinking off the top of my head is that Excellent. all of those, um, you know, countries and communities, they... They have really booming like digital media, media mm-hmm. content creation scenes that, you know, we mm. like I personally and I know you guys have seen it, too. Just like the way the world has been opening up on the Internet, that digital part of our mm-hmm. sisterhood, I think, can really allow us to tap into Muslim communities and sisterhood mm-hmm. and the way we experience life as Muslim women in such dynamic ways. Yeah. And I think that's something, you know, um, you know, within this voice note, within our podcast, within our conversations between ourselves, we're really excited about is like, mm-hmm. where can we find more of our sisters and how we can transform like all the conversations we have online into things that happen in mm-hmm. real life? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, big things, inshallah. May Allah make us like stead- keep us steadfast. Allahumma, I mean, and we love Australia. Let me just say that. Oh, sh- first of all, Australia, now Australia. You know who I'm super excited to visit that I know is going to be pandemonium? London. Oh, the UK. Mm. The UK. <laughs> the UK is <laughs> definitely going to be a two week trip. Like, it's not going to no, be. No, not like, even two weeks is not sufficient for the United States. I might be three weeks. So, this, co- this podcast was booming in Australia and UK before even the United yeah. States. Yeah. Because they know what's like, good. Yeah, Yo, I was like, wow. no, I'm excited. And, and can I tell you, I, the, the sisters from the UK are so Allah aggressive Allah. about their love for TDS. It scares me sometimes. <laughs> Yo, they're the ones that send me bullets. <laughs> like, either where's my episode? Like, they're the ones that are, the ones that are fighting me. It's them, and I love that's it, so and I'm here for it, and I'm also scared of them. But that's okay. The love is real, <laughs> and I and I appreciate them. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. just Ooh. our sisters everywhere. Subhanallah, just so so beautiful. Mashallah. Can't wait to meet them. I'm excited. 
Yeah, I'm excited to see the growing uh, um, community in like Malaysia and like Indonesia. Oh, I love that. That's where I wanna. I wanna. That's I wanna like really grow there. Literally, some I, I of the most wholesome Malaysia. Muslims, in my opinion. Oh, oh such wholesome people. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I, you know, I'm my naqab style is inspired by them. Like oh. my yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah I, I see it. I see it. Yeah, like I oh, yeah. I love I my naqab. Literally, I'm inspired by them. Like I I I wow. feel like they my people. <laughs> my <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Oh, oh really? Yeah. 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 Lean forward, say that again. I said my wow. sister-in-law. We're family, basically. Allahumma <laughs> barik. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, my God, I want nice people. Mashallah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I can't wait for a tedious wow. trip in Malaysia. It's not going to be a joke. Oh, I can't wait for so all of these places. As you guys can tell, make dua that um, Allah enriches TDS and enriches yeah, I mean, our I mean, sisterhood <laughs> so we can go visit everybody and give, everybody, a, yeah, inshallah. And give a proper Beautiful. chance to tell those stories everywhere. Inshallah. Oh, no, oh I, another dream of ours is to take our uh, podcast and be mobile. You know, mm-hmm. like to be able to go to the countries <laughs> and get the stories um, we, yeah. Edmund and I and Jonathan actually talk about it about possibly getting <laughs> getting a truck. Hey, don't give it away! Don't give it away! Okay, it's a secret. Okay, sorry, but you know what? Right Point is, we're trying to be it's mobile. We're trying to be secret. mobile. We're trying to be mobile. Inshallah. Okay, so um, the next audio yeah. is from, I believe, Brother Abdul. Hey, TDS family, the digital sisterhood. Assalamu alaikum rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is Abdurrahman listening from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. The TDS man, my favorite highlights from this podcast is everything. <laughs> now nah, I'm playing, but I'm really not playing. Like legit, everything's a highlight. Every story is a gem. But today I'm going to focus specifically on one episode that one of the ones that really touched me as well 2324 that two-parter it was really deep man and like i'm just gonna touch a little bit on it and some of the main points that i took away from me man you know like i actually took notes which is crazy that's how impactful it was um one of the things the sister said that really touched me was like when she said negative feelings are kind of like nocturnal animals because they dwell in darkness or the part where she said mistakes are just portal to happiness rather than just a disappointment or failure or this faith this islam for you should serve as a relief and a mercy so that was really empowering and like the mentality that was behind that was really insightful and it really gave me the energy i needed for myself you know to get inspired again and to you know understand that i'm not the only one that struggles with self-love or feelings of imperfection and i realize although our experiences are completely different but seeing the roller coasters of emotions seeing the energy seeing the genuine sincerity it really touched me and really gave me a new perspective a new world view i was looking in a different angle and just by looking from a different world view i've felt like i've impacted if had impacted me more than just me living my own perspective and like i appreciate that and you guys are ins- you guys are inspirational man that's, that's really it and like i just inshallah you know this keeps going the digital sisterhood may allah preserve it may allah put baraka and success in it and you know oh i mean oh my god shout out to abdul first of all with the notes Abdurrahman, yes, Abdurrahman. I think it's Sitio Abdul, but Abdurrahman. Shout out to him, bro. Like, wow. he he talked about no. I took notes. 
And I like the part where you talked about um, wow. mental feelings uh, being like nocturnal. Wow. Like I really like mm. that. Po- I didn't even know that. I was wow. like, whoa, what, what episode was that? <laughs> Much I love. know. I didn't cat know. I, I was like, I gotta go I back to go and back listen. And listen. The I cat was like, lady found love. <laughs> yes, yeah. the cat lady. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, yeah. Lee would be yeah. spitting in that so episode. True. But I, I love that mm. he said that he took notes and the part that he said um, how um, he's like Islam is here the to be is. a relief for you, and that's the truth. I think yeah. uh, season one, I think that was a theme. Like, is that th- yes. this religion is meant to be a relief because everyone was talking about their personal struggles and how the religion or how Allah SWT made it a, a relieve them, yeah, you know, in some mm. capacity. So he's spot on about that. Yeah. That's definitely the, the theme for season one, in my opinion. You know, yep. what this mm. um, kind of made me reflect and think about, it's something uh, Hanan mentioned earlier, just about um, that role of, of mentorship and, and coaching. And I think... In all these voice notes, when people talk about um, these stories inspiring them, it's like these experiences that pe- sisters are going through. And as they share them, it's it's coaching people and mentoring people and teaching people how to tackle those experiences and those challenges in their life. So I, I really found it beautiful yeah. how he said hearing someone else's story changed his perspective. And it made him think about things like bigger than how he was just thinking about it on his own. Yeah. So it's just like, in some ways that- we're just like secretly quietly doing that yeah. for a lot of people i think the, the like the most important part is the authenticity with which everybody was speaking it wasn't like people had up like a facade or a wall of like you know um expectations or things it, it was like people really whenever they stepped in the studio subhanallah like really put down those masks in a way and just kind of told their story really authentically which is something that is very like it's very hard to hit every single episode, which is <laughs> like a testament for me as a producer. Like it's a testament to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's power. Because I would literally sit after I, I edit every episode and I'm like, again? What is this like uh, magic that's like <laughs> in this uh, podcast? Like how is it that people just tell these stories so authentically? And honestly, like, you know, um, it's, it's, it's not really much that we do, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to be able to 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 create these stories and share them and 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 have people listen to them and have people impacted uh with them and honestly i always make alhamdulillah like you know i i, I make uh, uh i'm so grateful that allah chose us to be a vessel in which you know somebody gets to hear what they needed to hear in order for their wall between them and allah to be put down a little bit a good you know? word is sadaqah Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Isn't that in our bio? Yeah, I'm that's sure. in our bio. That's our absolutely. mission. Is like you know one of the, one of acts of charity to share a good word, and the podcast is based on that charity. You know, these, everyone that comes on is just sharing a good word. Um. Okay. Next up. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi taala wabarakatuh. The TDS fam. It's your fellow virtual sister from Sweden. My name is Naima. And I just want to say, Hala, I really, really, really love your podcast, Allahumma Barik. And I pray that Allah puts barakah in it and places it in your scale of good deeds and makes it really heavy, Allahumma Ameen. Because I feel like with you having told your story and with you having had your sisters on the podcast telling and sharing their stories, I just feel like I have a lot of experience on me right now. And, you know, I feel like I can take on more than what I could before I listened to your podcast, if that makes sense. Because now I have, I know 
how people have dealt with certain situations and you know what has come out of it and that this can happen to you know the best of us and the worst of us and you know all of us and subhanallah i really enjoyed hilal's story by the way and made that dream that you predicted in the beginning become true and it is already becoming true subhanallah as we speak and i also wanted to add that i really love your name Abar. it's so beautiful and i think it reflects your personality really well because you know how our prophet وسلم, described a good friend as someone owning a perfume shop and you're this perfume shop or you're this good friend in this case and you know your name literally means perfume and i guess allah had a wonderful plan set out for you and for all of his listeners to be gifted with perfume and with avar you know in the most entertaining beautiful awe-inspiring you know joyful way and for that on behalf of all the listeners i say jazakallah khairan wassalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and shout out to the beautiful light studios Mona Productions, <gasps> the TDS team, the TDS fam. You know, I can't forget any of those. And uh, salam alaikum. Oh, she, I think oh, she said everything. Salam. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> wow. Oh, my. Oh. First wow. of all, can, can I say something? I've only, wow. I've, only loved, I've only loved my name because I was named after my grandmother, Allah yirhamu. Right? That's the reason. Because I, mm. I, I didn't find any significance of it. Right? But now mm. I have a new significance. I, and I and I, as she made oh my gosh she made it so special I first of all I never would have ever connected the perfume shop. Uh, you, you have to tell name. her. You have to tell her the first time you listened in private. You cried. Oh, I did. I did. I'm not going. I didn't call Sophia. <laughs> she cried. I and, and literally cried my eyes out. Wow. I think it's oh my so, god, so beautiful. I think I've always wanted to be a good friend. So sweet. And you know, like, it's so funny, wow. like, uh, going back to when our trip to Minnesota, Muna and I did an interview, and the interviewer mm. asked Muna and I, if you could describe uh, Muna in one word, and if you could describe Adar in one word, and Muna said, I describe Adar as a sister. Wow. And, like, you know, mm. that, that's, a, that's a, what I've always wanted to be, a good, you know, a sister to somebody, like, a good person, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care for anything yeah. else, but to be good to somebody, to be an example of good to somebody. And so when she said that, I literally bawled my eyes out. <laughs> and, I, and I told Sophia how much that audio meant to me. Yeah. So I just want to tell her name, Jazakallah Khair. I'm always going to listen to that audio. If I'm ever shaking it, I'm just going to read that listen to that yes. audio. And keep it very close to me. And thank you for re-meaning re my name in uh, such a special way. So poetic. Oh, so funny. You guys did hear something cool. I, I love that she said beautiful light studios. It's just so cool when I when I hear other people like it coming out of other people's mouths. Because beautiful light studios actually it's my mother's name mm. uh translated into English. So my mom's name is Jamila Iftin. And uh Iftin is light in Somali. Mm. Jamila is beautiful in um in uh what do you call it? In Arabic, so so beautiful light studios comes from her, and really, I think um, with my mom, she was a person who um, she really uh, how do how do I explain this? It's like she loved us so much that sometimes for me, I took it as if it was like something that was super suffocating and actually like you know kind of destroyed our relationship and made it tense sometimes, you know. And I felt like a lot of times it was like. Uh, 
she was almost afraid for me like she loved me so much that she was afraid for me that she didn't allow me to 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 live uh, out my my dreams and one of my dreams you know was to create a a media company and to do that and she really wasn't able to see how that would be something that was a safe path for me to to follow so i think she was trying to like protect me from the pain of 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 you know getting hurt or like you know um failure or something like that you know so it was one of the biggest frictions that i had to be able to create a media company to be able to to do the work that i do now i really had to like fight the person i love the most you know and the reason i was inspired to create a media company was because of her because like i really watched how much she cared and really put effort into the things that she wanted to do and didn't care who would say no to her and she really was about community she really was about um you know um creating you know if don't not don't accept the world for what it is but create what you want to do and i'm like here i i'm like i'm like i'm trying to live life like <laughs> you you're not letting me like you know and so it's 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 so beautiful to hear other people say beautiful light studios it just it hit me right now when i heard it uh from that audio as well so i'm excited to shout out for the things we do but thank you so much that that was can we have her on the podcast? I mean, like she's, <laughs> she, she's like, she wow. Said, she already had the outro. Like she, had, <laughs> she just she had the intro, she the had, outro, the whole story. Mashallah to her. Shout to her. Okay, so a sister um, sent in a message instead of an audio, and she says, "Assalamu alaikum. My name is Noor, and I'm a Sudanese listener from the UAE. Every time I start studying, I come up to listen to the TDS podcast." I'm so glad I found this podcast and listened to it. It's mostly part of my life now. I love how our sisters are sharing their different stories and struggles and how they became better Muslims and are willing to become better, inshallah. May Allah reward us and we meet up in Jannah, inshallah. Listening how the Quran changed their life to the best motivated me, motivated me to read at least two pages every day, every chance I get. And I hope I become a better Muslim, inshallah. Thank you to the beautiful Ada and our beautiful sisters and everyone working on this beautiful podcast. Thank you so much. I can't wait to listen to this podcast in Ramadan. Season one is great and excited for the upcoming seasons. A little note. By the way, I couldn't record, so I typed <laughs> what I wanted to say. I hope you see it and I hope this podcast grows and TDS becomes a family. Oh, oh wow. Ami, <laughs> uh, shout out to you, sis. Sound like all the way from the UAE. Oh, we love to see it. Our sisters are international. Jazakallah khair. And I'm so happy that the we episodes has resonated with you so much, sis. I'm just, I feel mm. like I can go to bed. <laughs> I can go to sleep, like, peaceful. <laughs> I did what I could, man. Yeah. And I'm glad. I'm glad. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And I mean to your du'as. Okay. Uh, let's wrap up. Um, this is the last episode of season one. It's, mm. it's a wrap. It's done. Um, and I just want to thank uh, Hanan. Safiya, Mona, Lena, Ahmed, Sima, um, and everyone who's worked with TDS, either as collaborators or behind the scenes, or for a moment, um, this wouldn't have been possible without you. Thank you guys for wrapping up the season with me. It's been such a special time. I feel like we're all closer and better people for it. I hope Allah accepts this from us as sadaqah, jadia, truly. Like, I think that's what's important for us um, is that that we can offer this and Allah can accept it from us and it could be a heavy weight on our mizans. Um, I just want to tell all my listeners, I love you. Peace be upon you. 
and I'm so happy mm. and so thrilled and I feel your love and your your kindness every day. I know we're going to be gone for the next four months and I know some of us are upset about it, but just know that we're just taking that time to make season two even better at our pace that is healthy and, and better for us and just keep us in your eyes. And yeah, does anybody else want to add final words before we close out? You want to shout out Ottawa? Ottawa, shout out to Ottawa, because guys, I'm in Ottawa. Lena, I was like, you better give a shout out to my city right now. Shout out to my sisters at Back to Basics. Oh, shout out to Back to Basics. For inviting TDS to Ottawa. It's been a wonderful weekend. Shout out to Minnesota for inviting us first. Let it be known, Ottawa was a big, big burr. Yeah, it was a big, big burr. For those who don't know, a burr is short for banamage, so a big, big program. Shout out to Hudden, who's been living literally telling us I thought when you go back to Toronto you gotta say Big Burr Burr eh? what this the is, Burr this is, this is our it. next um, <laughs> oh, on that's honorable I mean our next phrase is this is a Big Big Burr <laughs> <laughs> yo I'm crying everywhere we're gonna go and say what's the Burr what's the Burr what's, what's the, the Burr, burr? <laughs> what's the Burr <laughs> so um, oh, yeah it's been great you guys and I hope our I'm excited for our team for the next season our next rap this has been wonderful I hope Allah makes it better for us um, and yeah, I, I love you guys. I love you guys so much, guys. Thank you for coming and doing this. And I'm so sad. It's a sad day. But alhamdulillah, inshallah, we're back and better. We'll be back when? First week of Ramadan. But before we close out, I do have a call out. I do have a call out. This is a big deal. So um, as you guys know, season two, we're going to be casting stories from all over the world we not holding back in season two we breaking the gates we're breaking the glass ceilings inshallah so um there's a call out to everyone if you have a story that you would like to share on this podcast that you feel like is going to be a good word then we're talking to you we're talking to you if you know somebody and you want to share that word about your sister you gotta hook her up with us yes absolutely um and the way that you can do that no i think yeah yeah, I'm gonna, the important thing is that whoever wants to share their own story, you know, there's somebody else who might think your story is like super valuable. Encourage them to send it in themselves. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times is the person, the individual themselves, need to want to share their story. Mm-hmm. So keep encur- if you know somebody with an amazing story, you're like, I know that your story has touched me, and I would love for you to share it with everybody else, and it's gonna touch you. So keep encouraging them to send in their own Absolutely. stories as well. So yeah. um. Send in your stories. You guys can send your stories to a written um, a synopsis, or you can send it to us through an mm-hmm. audio file at our at our email, which is tedious sisterhood podcast at gmail.com. I will actually add it in our description so you see the email. And you can send it, and I'll also post, post it on the Digitalhood Podcast Instagram page. If you guys are not following the page, inshallah, go ahead and follow it. That's where we're going to drop all information and news and keep up with us while we're on this hiatus. But yes, send in your stories. Season two is all about y'all. All about y'all. The email. And the email is tdsisterhoodpodcast at gmail.com. Nah. So, yeah, guys, I'm so excited to hear yeah. from you guys. I'm so excited to hear your submissions. I'm excited to see this cast super diverse. And just know that it is a, I want it to be a form of sadaqah. So make the intention that you want to give this um, to share in, um, as, 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 you know, charity, inshallah. So you get the reward. 
it's all you get the reward. Sure. So yeah, that's it, guys. Season one is a wrap. It's a wrap. Can you get a clap? Can I also yeah, add? Wait, wait. Can I also yeah. add? If you are a company or you know, we gotta we gotta get the money oh, going. Absolutely. <laughs> sure absolutely. Everybody's friends. So if you would like to advertise. If you, if you would like to advertise on the digital sisterhood, contact us. As absolutely. Well. And by the way, for those people who might be interested in advertising, we got a whole mm. lot of listeners, inshallah, that would love mm -hmm. to hear about your <laughs> business. Yeah, this is me trying yes. to market it. Your business. I think last month we had about eighty thousand <laughs> listeners. That it's gonna be yep. triple Ramadan. I have a feeling it's yeah. not gonna be. Now everyone yeah. knows. So inshallah, if you are a business and would love to support TDS, even as a sponsor, um, uh, or want to add, hit us up because season two is gonna Let have bear know. ads. Inshallah, inshallah. Tribute, all right, tribute, tribute. Uh, I think that is all. I, I we do have a live audience here in Ottawa, so um, they can help me wrap up the close <laughs> of season one. So, can I give a round of applause, everybody? Season one's a wrap. Jazakallah. And it is a wrap. Barakallah. Feek. They were a little quiet. Oh, they were a little quiet? Okay, louder, guys. They say you're a little quiet. It's a burr. It's a burr, but it's over. Alhamdulillah, guys. See you guys next. Oh, wait, this Ramadan. Let me see you this year. Next year, this Ramadan, inshallah. So that's a wrap, y'all. Season one's a wrap, inshallah. See you guys next year. Um, this Ramadan, in your ear, in your speaker, telling you a good story. This episode is brought to you by Beautiful Light Studios. Shout out to my sis, Mona Omar. Shout out to Mona for producing this episode, for producing all the episodes that have come and passed. And inshallah, all the episodes that's going to come in the future. Mona, I love you so much. Shout out to Sima for all the incredible cover art that she keeps smashing. Those art need to be in studios because they're, um, they mean they should be in galleries. They're incredible, mashallah. So shout out to Sima. And yeah, that's it. See y'all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.